This is the Combo Podcast. Podcast. Brought to you by Boombuzz Nigeria. This year I go buy machine, yeah. Look fresh, more fashion, yeah. Double the work with more passion. And anybody taste me more action, yeah. No gaba, me I go turn up the thing, go gaga. Wah, pay cash, no gaba, gaba. Follow me, follow me, follow me. Curses go run away, run away. Blessings go follow me, follow me, follow you. You don't know blessings go follow all of us till the end of our lives. You don't know. Stone Boy from Ghana, the Gold Coast representing for Mother Africa. Afro dance out to the world. Are you, are you, are you? Thank God. Oh, the old. Okay, hi, Stone Boy. Yeah, man. Greetings. <laughs> Thank you so much, you know. How are you feeling? Ah, I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm, in, I'm in great health. How is Nigeria treating you like since you came? Nigeria is home for Africans, you know, and the world. So it gives me a lot of um, joy to be able to get here as well and receive such an amount of love that I have received. And I'm not taking it for granted. I actually will say thank you to everybody who is wishing me well and actually supporting me on this side. That's nice. Is this your first visit this year? It feels as if because the impact has been like, oh, but honestly, this is not my first visit this year. Neither is my first visit ever. This year I've been here, I think, once already. That's somewhere in January for the headies. And I'm here again. So. so so now you're in Nigeria. Should we be expecting a collaboration for you from you or are you here for a show or business? What what are you here for? Um I've I mean, the, um, I'm here actually on a media engagement and a media tour, basically. But I've had a lot of collaborations to reach to one of, I've shot a video to one of those, you know, featuring Zlatan called Critical. And that was on my um, Angwaga Junction album. You know, um, I should say that is, because the album is still in vogue. It's still going to be here till time, you know what I mean? So we're still working it. But the album is a year old you know and it was a year old on the 24th after release so on the first of may i'll be doing a virtual concert for the album called anglogan junction yeah man so here in nigeria we're just telling people what we're up to you know engaging with them with the masses and reiterating on the stuff that we have done before and giving them what's going to go on in the new in the few in a few in a few What's gonna go on? In, 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 yeah. Okay. So whenever you're in Nigeria, what do you love doing the most? Like your favorite thing to do whenever you're here? Honestly, whenever I'm in Nigeria, I'm up to work. Like, What's and then I, I gotta go. You know, there are times you just chill. So what do you do? When there's no. Honestly, there's no chilling. I should come to Nigeria to chill. Then I think I'll be able to enjoy it more. You feel me? Like, um, what I was able to do on this trip was I was able to visit a few clubs. You know, David took me to Davido took me to a club one time and then yesterday as well I visited one other ends just to check out the nightlife because during during the day 
basically i'm i'm doing interviews and few meetings and that you know but this is actually my longest stay anyway so the nightlife here is it similar to that of ghana like is it similar i think so you know i think what has in 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 chilling aspects now because uh, nightlife is nightlife like people go out in the night a couple of drinks some shisha a lot of cigarettes a lot of weed a lot of other things that other people do legal or illegal you know what i mean but my advice would be that just know that all these things would have a toll on you in the long term so just watch how you do what you do in trying to get in trying to catch fun you know as a nightlife fan. <laughs> so if, if we're talking about your early early days in the industry what first drew you into music what made you get interested in music thank you very much i think when i go back uh, to visit what actually drew me into music um it was the fact that i was let's to say i, I found out that I, I i found it inside of me you know i found it inside of me i seen realized when i was growing up it is a talent that i have inside of me so i never left it out because it gave me a lot of joy when i sing or when i dance or when i entertain people or when i engage with people right from the onset and so growing up in a society um with a lot of other kids where there was no availability of all these um gadgets that could you know you could get stuck online as much as you will today you know, we had the opportunity to be running about, singing in church, doing all these ones. So that, I think, grew the interest and the love for music the more. Was was dancehall your first genre? Like, the first song you sang, was it dancehall music? Yeah, there was a dancehall style in there. But to begin with, I was influenced by basically everything because I loved the music. So I, I love music from all walks. But the energy that dancehall had to give was a bit more, the energy was strong. You know, like, when you pick a high life song, you know that it's a high life song. It could have, it, it has energy as well. But dancehall gives you that, you know, that fire branded kind of energy that you throw out there. So I think I fell in love with that as well because I could relate to the inside of me as I have a lot of burning fire in me. So that was one of the ways or one of the genres through which I will be able to express my musical talent. Therefore, I loved it as well from an early beginning. So I blend, I blend between styles, yes, between high life, Afrobeat, you know, dancehall and reggae music. In an, in an industry where most people sing high life, they do Afrobeat, how how is it challenging for you since you're in the dancehall genre? Challenging as in um, being able to double from one... Being able to um, cut across, across cr since yes, most yes. people are into Afrobeat and high life. Yeah. And yeah, dancehall, you know we have few mm -hmm. dancehall acts in Africa. So mm -hmm. how do you make the fans love your music? Uh, first and foremost, I think we have a lot of dancehall acts in Africa who are yet to see the light, you know, and therefore, you know, need that support as well. And once I bear the torch, I know I bear it for all of us who are um, doers of that style of music, you know. Nonetheless, the African music that we have inside of us with its diversity, 
is what is inborn of us and we can't do our way with it so it, it's not difficult if you are gifted as a talented singer to express yourself via that means as well you know and to talk of it the reggae and the dancer that we love so much also has its roots embedded in the african sound so it's just if you are privileged to be a multifaceted um, um you know artist then you can be able to express yourself through so it's not really difficult for me but i've had to study over time to sort of like master how to do the blends and now you have been described as the king of Afro dancehall. You know, some people once they hear Afro dancehall, they get confused. They don't understand what Afro dancehall is about. So can you just explain to the fans listening? Thank you very much. Afro dancehall is just—it's not just anyway. It's a combination of Afro beats or African music and dancehall style. So guess what? The thing is, the Afro beat is broad. And the dance style to me is also broad. We have a typical style where if anybody does, you know that is dance style. That is not limited to only style. It is not limited to patois only. It is not limited to language. It goes beyond. So I can even use my local native to give you that style like that. That feels like, whoa, that's a raga style. That one alone is Afro dance you know and even i can go on a typical dancehall beat but my tone of voice and probably the switch of language alone there's an afro in there so once there's something that is afro which is african you know doubling and styling up the dancehall style that's afro dancehall to me and that is where i felt like i could bring the margin together so i can be able to express myself better else i'll be stuck you know, I'll be stuck because that's why they call me the king of Afro dancer, which is right because I, 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 I had to come up with that name. And I think so many of us are actually loving that style and are expressing yourself in that manner. I can mention many other top artists in our generation right now who are doing the same, who have now come to terms because I've known some from a long time who have now come to terms of easily toning it down to speak their dialect plus the Jamaican patois that shows identity of the dancer that we did. So, you know, that's how, that's what Afro dancer is, I guess. A combination of any African style in a dancer manner. Okay. You know? Your song with Davido Activate is yeah. very big right now. Did you anticipate the song would get that um, attention? The fans are giving it right now. Activate with Davido is a blessing song right now. Trust me, it's a huge song. And from the title of the song to the combination to the arrangement to the video to the time it was recorded and everything, trust you me, it was supposed to happen. You know, David is a big, big, big Afrobeat artist. You know, the biggest, one of the biggest that had ever that has ever done it in our generation. You feel me? Same way myself on my side. Uh, we came together and this will be the first record. Honestly, this will be the second record because the first one got missing. We couldn't release it. Was it still the same song? Was no. it? Okay. It's another song that was recorded way earlier. And then now we jumped on the next one. The way the song happened and everything only showed that this is divine and supposed to happen. So a big song and a... What was the inspiration behind it? Okay. 
Um, the inspiration behind the song was to create something that Davido and myself can relate to because we, we created a song right from the scratch. So we were there to share ideas, to put ideas on top of the other, to be able to create a fun-loving song, you know, a love-based kind of fun-loving song for the masses. That's how Calm is Activate. Like, you know, the song is self-explanatory. It tells you somebody's stuck on somebody so much that they don't know what to do to take them out of their mind. So, you know, you they activate me, you know, you they calculate me, you they saturate me, you they captivate all these ones. Yeah. It's a fun-loving song. To say that if I anticipated I was going to blow, all I knew is that I was doing, or we were cooking a very big masterpiece for the people and expected that the people would assimilate it, you know, the way they should, to the maximum level, and they did. Okay, that's nice. You recently put out a song, a new song, Blessings, alongside Big Mensa. Um, can you tell us what the song is about? Yeah, as the title implies, it's just like every, every, everybody has to have a name. So when you hear the name Blessings, you can actually tell what type of sound it will be like. Uh, it's Blessing, but it's not a gospel song. It is, it is not in a sense that it passes to be more than just a gospel song. So it can be categorized only as a gospel song, you know, but it speaks, it is, it's inspirational. It tells, it's a song where the person is trying to tell you what they will for God to do for them or what they will do. You know, they set some goals and they are willing to work towards it. Like it says, this year, if you may go be the breadwinner, like set breakfast, set dinner, now for street ways, I know be beginner. Now your tummy they go they grow thinner, you know. So he says this year I go buy my machine, look fresh, more passion, and it says double the work with more passion. So it tells you that as much as you want to achieve all these things, you have to then double your work with a lot of what passion and dedication. So that's the kind of song it is. How has the reception been so far? It's been crazy. Immediately we dropped the song the same day under 24 hours in Ghana, YouTube racked 1.1 million plus on the same day 24 hours which is a record set you know down there so that tells you how people have people just gravitated to the song immediately and it's been number one there in ghana and it's running the whole place right now you feel me it's a song that i haven't performed yet on any platform so i'm just waiting i can't wait to hear the audience express what they truly feel about the song but for now people can relate to the song because it's it speaks to them like when they sing back the lyrics it's like they're invoking or they're speaking into their lives to be you know as, as an artist is there any hidden meaning behind your songs like is there any message you are passing like a hidden message not that vocal or hidden inside of your songs um I, I, what it is is that for this particular song, there's no hidden agenda. The agenda is explained, explained in there what the inspiration is and what it intends to do. Uh, most often, the songs that have hidden meanings are songs that probably you want to narrate, but because of the, the uh, sometimes because of the reception or what I mean to say is that there are some songs that have hidden meaning that will be expressed lyrically not the same way it means so you have to be smart to understand what they mean is like proverbs 
you know so there are songs like that like i have a song like my telelegal teshi one you know all them there like i put coded words in there that you can you you have you will know what it is but you have to decode to understand what it is you feel me so sometimes i have songs like that but not this particular song yeah. So as an artist, what's the fun part of your career? What do you enjoy most about your career? What I enjoy most is when I'm creating music. You know, I get to speak to another 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 self of mine okay. whilst I'm creating music. So with somebody in there or not, that um, that thought space where you're able to have you talk to another person inside of you to you know discuss back and forth sure. even lyrics and record them that's one of the most fun parts that not everybody gets to see me enjoy this i that is in my in my in my zone i'm in my zone like you know my confide like you know yeah man so then what's your major source of inspiration my major source of inspiration is life and everything that happens in life. So, um, have you ever dealt with um, performance anxiety? Like when mm -hmm. you want to get on stage, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, I think this happens with every athlete and every sports person and every creative. I think yeah. you may not be, you may not be timid any longer. You know, but I feel like. No matter what, before you hit the stage, before, you know, when the crowd is ready for you, yeah. there's an adrenaline, something goes on. Okay, so you know. can you remember, okay, yes. It's just how you manage it over time and get experienced enough to not let it show. That makes us sometimes feel like we don't still have it. So can you remember your most memorable performance that you would love to relive again? I have actually done a lot of shows. Sometimes I do up to 55 shows in a year. You know, before Corona, I've been over the place. So, but one time I remember a show in Zurich. I was on my European tour. And the vibe is that Zurich, because of the Swiss and whatever, like, they don't really come out because it's a white. But by the time we went on there, it was packed. I saw like 90% of white people. And here we are. I was even playing with a white band. Let's get going. Reggae music, Afrobeat, Afro dancer. Let's kick it. It was so beautiful. It was so nice. I remember that day. The most beautiful part of it is that guess who I saw? I saw a friend of mine. Who I've been doing this music thing from the point in time he was my cool friend from like seven or ten years ago he was in the crowd then I called him up on stage and we did two songs together it was amazing I had troubles after the promoter was like you shouldn't have done that you know all these people they are too strict you know but I, I, I would always remember that day he gave me a lot of joy like this is this is it this, this this was a moment we've ever spoken about. Not even dreamt. We've spoken about it like me and him some years ago, and only to find him in a crowd and be able to make him out and you know bring him up on stage was crazy. So, 
So talking about the pandemic, how was 2020 for you? 2020 has not been easy for everybody on this globe. But career-wise, I released an album on the 24th of April 2020, right in the heart of Corona, because I wasn't even gonna give up, you know. And January, February, there was no such intensity in, even in Africa and probably around the world. It was probably only in China from 2019 into 2019, December thereabout, into January 2020 and wear your mask, something happening in Europe, they're wearing masks and Africans are like, ah, it's not going to do all them one day. So January, February, I was really active, you know, wrapping up my album and I had my tour already, kicking my American tour, so I left Ghana in February only to cut it short in America and get back. But my backup plan was that I had already planned to release an album. The album was originally supposed to come in February of 2020. And then it moved to my birthday, which is 5th of March. But so we, 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 we dropped um, the pre-order link on my birthday and then we released the album fully on the 24th. So I have actually been busy with my album the whole of 2020, you know, and working with the dynamics irrespective of dealing with the corona as well. We were doing a lot of charity. My foundation was also involved in a lot of things. We were finding ways and means to keep moving. So for me, 2020, though there was corona, I was still busy, very busy. Very busy, virtual interview, very. So this is one question I know a lot of people would want to ask you. Um, should we be expecting a collaboration with you and Shatawali anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, that is no news anymore, you know. Anytime soon when it happens, we'll all be happy that we brought a masterpiece for the people to listen. But there's no set date yet? No, no, no. Okay, so do you have any forthcoming projects? Yes, I do have lots and lots. And we're now fixing things, me and the teams, we're now fixing. Because we just dropped an album and we just dropped a single. The Activate single has blown, is doing very well. Blessing is also picking up so very fast. And now we're thinking of the next move. And I'm not going to announce it yet until we fine tune it. But as it stays, you can always continue to enjoy the blessings. It just came up with new, Activate is new. You can always go back onto the album because we're still releasing songs and videos off of the album because we just shot a video for Critical for the album. It's me featuring Zlatan, one of the, one of the biggest records off of the album. So. I still have a lot of work to do and it's not about expecting a body of work like in the next month or two, you know, and I'm here in the media tour, this is work is going on, so you can understand, I'm always working. Okay, so what advice do you have to, to, to people who would want to follow your footsteps in the music industry? Uh, in the music industry, I believe that I have left so far a good step that people who want to follow can follow. But also remember that it will be my wish that you add up your own style to how you step into my space so that you can also build upon it and inspire people before you. Because if you don't go beyond those who stepped above you or in front of you, then there's no hope for the future. How, how, how do you feel Ghanaian and Nigerian acts can collaborate better? Um, there have been collaborative efforts between the two nations from the time of our predecessors, our forefathers. I even remember 
there was an every conference one time between uh, General Ikechuku and Achampo and Gowon. So from the political standpoint to entertainment, you can even talk about Ebo Taylor, all these names. We are one people, sort of, you know. We just, we just love to want to like we just love to try to like hate each other so to create that interesting buzz but i think it's 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 a beautiful one guess what there can never be a spark or an energy with only a positive and a positive um um um, plugs it has to be positive and negative so the positive we have is the love that we have for each other and the negative is a little little competition that we try to bring amongst us and it all comes to be a better vibe so to continue to do more, I think it's for Nigerians always travel to Ghana to collaborate. That's why you have collaborations like me and Dave and that. We're also looking forward to doing a lot more with more of the people. So we just have to continue to build the ties. Then we'll have more collaborations from the music to the movie industry, even from the education and even partnering economically as two nations. So. Okay, that's nice. doing it. So on the fun side now, if you are to listen to only one genre of music for a month, which genre would that be? Reggae. Reggae. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your favorite reggae artist of all time? My favorite artist the whole of all time. Reggae artist of all time. Okay. Before I answer that, I choose reggae because reggae has inside of it everything. You know, because reggae is like from them times of high life 1920 reggae 1969 1970 they're about and therefore dance and all you still find that feel that it took from all these ones so i can get stuck to that and still enjoy every bit of everything inside of it you know what i mean so that's why i chose reggae and you said something again what i the last question and if you had yeah. your favorite artist of all time my favorite artist of all times Reggae artist. Reggae artist of all times. I might be forced to say Bob Marley though. Yeah. That's nice. 